2: Alright, isn't gonna keep on singing? Would you do me a personal favor and sing the song you sing with the chore? Chore? Sure. Yeah, you know when the fellas in the band all stand up together, they sing with you ah. C-H-O-I-R is choir. You young folks, you have to understand where you are today. I'm born in 1932. We were so dumb we used to listen to tap dancers on the radio. <laughs> I'm so poor and hungry and ragged when I was a child. The best day we had in our house was Halloween.
1: (laughs) Is there a punchline there? That was the punchline. Best day was Halloween? I don't get it. Because you get to be someone you're not. Oh, okay. Not poor anymore. I see. Oh, deep, deep thoughts from Dick Gregory and uh, Jerry Lewis there, who apparently doesn't know how to spell choir. Another hilarious joke from yesterday here. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome special eclipse correspondent co-host of the Armstrong and Getty Show, Jack Armstrong, who is nearing the swath of totality.
0: Good morning, sir. What's up? Yeah, that didn't sound so much uh, like a joke as just kind of a sad commentary on his life.
1: Well, yeah, and Jerry Lewis is illiterate, so... (laughs) Wow, those were. So there
0: was hmm. there was negative reaction to my tweet about Jerry Lewis yesterday. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Jerry Lewis is going to miss the eclipse. Was I believe your yeah. tweet? Yes, it's yeah. yes. accurate. You know what's funny is, um, and you know I've talked many times about how awful my memory is. My uh, my old buddy Mike. Reminded me, he says, do you remember the total eclipse when we were at Westmont Junior High in Westmont, Illinois? Our entire school went blind. I've been sightless for 38 years. I have, <laughs> I had no memory of there being an eclipse.
0: I remember eclipse uh, since we're the same age. I remember eclipse uh, like grade school age of some sort. Yeah, um, I'm not sure it was total. And, and, and being told repeatedly, even in the pre-litigious area, to not stare at the sun. It seems pretty clear to me that, that we're... All this hubbub about the staring at the sun is just moronic. Yeah, I don't. It's just dumb. People don't stare at the sun. You can't stare at the sun. It hurts too much as the doctor told us on Friday.
1: Yeah, I wonder is there any history of people actually like doing serious damage to their eyeballs? I'm sure there is.
0: Is uh... there anybody listening right now who knows one person who did even minor damage to their eyes? Well, but it's it the way it's treated is it's like you know drunk driving on New Year's Eve or something. I mean, it's a prom night or something. It's right, a it's endemic. Thing.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Shouldn't we be warning everybody not to leave their hands on a hot stove burner
0: every single <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. day? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, anyway,
0: so uh, where are you? I am south of Portland, Oregon. Okay. Um, and uh, man, we uh, we rolled into Portland on uh, early yesterday morning. Man, the the town, the state is set up for uh. Really doing a great job. Set up for the million people they're expecting. And, um, like, right at the airport, handed us Eclipse glasses and maps with every town that's in the path of totality. And Oh, man, and just,
1: I tried to buy Eclipse glasses yesterday, and I got hooted out of several stores. It'd be like walking up to the, the box office Super Bowl Sunday and saying, I would like yeah. two tickets, please.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, the person that was handing out Eclipse glasses, most people said, no, I got them. And a uh, lady said, do you have your Kip's glasses? I said, no. She said, you don't? I said, no. Then she handed me to him. Wow. <laughs> That's why you have
1: them, lady. Don't you <laughs> Don't you give me your attitude. Wow. Hey, bring some home, and I'll just stare at the sun tomorrow to make myself feel better.
0: But I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm about to head into, I don't know what this is going to look like. I'm going to find out here in about 10 minutes what the traffic is like and everything like that. So far, it seems to me that it's mostly hype. Like, in the airport uh, yesterday, I heard somebody telling the apocryphal tale of $1,200-a-day rental cars Right. as I was going to the counter to pick up my $70-a-day rental car that I booked a week ago. 570 um, you said? 70 It, it yeah. might be the best rate I've ever gotten on a rental car, actually. <laughs> um, and headed to my more or less normal-priced hotel room that I booked a week out. So I'm kind of interested, you know. Uh, it wouldn't be the first event i've been to where the uh, the, the, the the hype of how crowded and expensive it was going to be outstripped the reality but i don't know maybe i'll talk to you here in a couple of hours and i'll be in in one mile an hour traffic uh cursing that i ever even tried this
1: well although to the hotel thing so it seemed like there was a little premium going on maybe or
0: um could be it's hard to tell you yeah. know in a city on a weekend in the summer i don't know what it's a- it was probably
1: three weeks ago. I was seriously looking into it and thinking about it. We're we're flying to D.C. tomorrow, as you know. So I thought, no, that'd just be too insane. But I was—I fell victim to the the every hotel is booked up for a thousand years. You know, blah blah blah. It'll cost you a thousand bucks. It's a what? Oh man, it's, it's it's amazing. The media just they any extreme they can report, whether it's a child snatched, you know, right. in in Florida or 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 this sort of hype it's just
0: God, and, and it is fake news It's literally fake news it is and 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 people get a kick out of it for some reason i thought it's interesting to hear people getting you know all excited about the $1200 a day rental cars when i'm standing at the time like 50 feet from the rental car counter where they have a sign that says cars available on all of them and uh because they were trying to combat i guess people's view that there are no cars available right um and my hotel room i you know i'll tell people i i paid 290 um for uh a, for a, a holiday in. it's probably usually i'm guessing 180 or something on a weekend i don't know yeah okay. but um uh but you know nothing crazy and uh we bumped around uh town yesterday and it was very crowded they had a very festive atmosphere everybody's from somewhere else everywhere you go people ask where you're from and they're from somewhere else and it's it's fun cool is sam excited Oh, yeah. So the rental car we did get, Now you know, choosing the rental car you want might be limited because there are a lot of people renting cars. We have a uh, 15-person uh, passenger van. I'm Holy riding a bus. What? Me and a 7-year-old are riding a 15-person bus. <laughs> was, was that the only thing they had? Uh, I don't know. It's what showed up at $70, and I thought, I'm not going to beat that, so I just got it. Wow, you've got to charge it. people. I thought it would be hilarious. Oh, yeah, no kidding. I can pick, pick, pick people up and drive them. Run an so, unlicensed
1: I, Eclipse bus.
0: Just a few minutes ago when I was coming out the gate, I, uh, he said, how are you doing? I said, do you have anything bigger? I'm traveling with a seven-year-old. <laughs> he said, no, this is the biggest thing we have with a completely straight
1: so. <laughs> face. That's beautiful. <laughs> ah, There's no more there's no more charming segment of humanity than rental car workers. Oh, God, I'm already <laughs> dreading getting to D.C. and dealing with that. <laughs> <laughs> the,
0: the, the least streamlined thing in America might be the rental car thing it's unbelievable
1: well and they're angry that, about it
0: <laughs> yeah all that information you give them you rent them you've done everything and then you get there it's as if you're starting from scratch completely and 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 it takes them 15 minutes to type to just even figure out that you exist in their system it's it's really quite amazing
1: hey for what it's worth we have a couple of callers online a doctor and a personal story of damaging eyeballs during uh, during eclipses.
0: No kidding. Well, so, those are the first ones I've heard of in my entire life.
1: Apparently it does happen. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see, though. We, we'll, we
0: got our special Oregon-approved uh, glasses.
1: Well, the great state of Oregon would never lie to you. So uh, when do you plan on your next report? Uh, when you are in the zone, where where are you going to watch it? Have you picked out
0: where you're going to watch it specifically, or are you just going to uh, kind of browse? I'm kind of kind of winging it, which is the way I do everything, and so far it seems to work out. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'm headed south. So the next time I talk to you, I'll be able to definitely tell you whether or not the traffic thing is hype or not.
1: Yeah, okay. And I'm telling you, you're a fool if you don't uh, charge a bunch of people, you know, 50 bucks a round trip and, <laughs> and load up that van. You pay for the whole damn thing plus. plus some. Can,
0: oh yeah, two trips from just pick a hotel back and forth to the airport, and I can pay for the rental van.
1: Yeah, okay, cool. Well, I'm going to put you on hold. Talk to Sean. We'll uh, talk to you but again in a little bit. What?
0: I need to figure out how to dial my phone. If I go completely blind, I need to be able to dial the phone.
1: Uh, you can probably just memorize where redial is.
0: Yeah, that's what I'll do. I'll try to feel for redial.
1: All right, cool. Good luck. Talk to you in a few. All, right. all right. Uh, Let's go to the phone real quick. This is this is crazy. We're actually taking calls. It's uh, Sharon on the line. Hi, Sharon. How are you? Uh, that's Is that not Sharon? This is why we don't take calls. the hell happened, Sean? Sharon, hi.
3: Hi.
1: Hi. So did you actually hurt your eyes?
3: Yes, yes. Um, I was in the sixth grade. Uh, early 40s I can't remember the year but early 40s and um our teacher told us to bring a, a negative you know when we when you take a picture with a camera and you get a negative yeah bring a negative to school to look at the That's the a clip. stupid idea. Well my mom we didn't have any so I told my teacher and she said well just make a fist make a fist and and Uh, Make a little hole there and look through the hole.
1: Oh, my God. And that's
3: what I did on my left eye, and I watched the eclipse of the sun uh, through a little pinhole in my fist. And I burned a hole in my retina, and it uh, started out blocking like the dot of an eye, and it's expanded a little bit. So when I have my eyes tested, it blocks out the whole letter when I cover uh, my right eye and... And my wow,
1: list. Sharon. Well, it's hard to believe we faced down the Nazi menace with uh, with teachers like that back in the day. So sorry to hear that, but but thanks for the call. So uh, that's really, you know, the we're at the other extreme now, where we're suing each other over everything. We're paranoid about everything. We're terrified. We we're a nation of veal calves. Well, <laughs> evidently, we need to come a little ways in that direction at least back in the forties when the greatest generation was facing down the nazis and the japanese never forget it's dr bob on the line hello doctor how are you sir hey
3: good good morning i'm great nice to talk to you and i still fondly remember our golf game
1: yeah you know uh, i was gonna say is this the dr bob it's good to talk to you this is
3: me my friend so good to talk to you so still a loyal listener after these couple hundred years of listening to you.
1: Here, here, here we are, there you are, but you've, you've, (laughs) how many, uh, well, not how many, but uh, how common is it that somebody screws up their eyes uh, looking at an eclipse or or the sun in general?
3: Well, I've had three or four patients in my practice and the fancy name is solar retinopathy and so they're going to have burn centers right in the middle of their retina in the phobia and so like if they look at your face, they're going to miss not seeing your nose because of the central defect that they have. And it's a permanent thing, and it probably can happen probably less than 15 seconds of looking at it because the eye is focusing the sun's rays right on the retina. It's like,
1: What if I make a fist and look through a little hole? How would that be? And we lost him. Are you there,
3: Bob? Uh, yeah, I'm still here. Did, can you hear me?
1: Yeah, well, yeah, you phased out there for a second. Um, Did you hear Sharon's story about the teacher telling her, look through a little hole yeah. in your fist? That, that happened. Nightmarish. All right, listen, he, he's obviously uh, glitching out. But uh, okay, so there you go. There you go. Good Lord, that story's
2: terrible.
3: Of the of the
2: sun. Well,
1: wear the proper glasses, weird off-putting German singer-poet guy.
2: It, really, 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 really
1: so uh, among the other things approaching, An absolutely great couple of uh, chunks of info about the ongoing free speech rally, Nazi, Antifa, counter-protester
0: thing. Also, Sean has his uh, Game of Thrones review, right, Sean? That is correct, sir. Beyond the Wall, the penultimate episode of this season of Game of Thrones. Only one more left this year, and then this coming back late 2018. Oh, that's exciting. Late 2018. 2018. Yeah, they're taking they're taking their sweet little time. Well, it's like making movies, really, right? <laughs> yeah, it's like making five movies essentially.
1: Okay, so a little uh, serious, little light, a little uh, this, little of that coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show.
2: And on Tuesday, Trump doubled down on his remarks about the groups marching in Charlottesville last weekend. Not all of those people were neo-Nazis, believe me. Not all of those people were white supremacists by any stretch. You had some very bad people in that group, but you also had people that were very fine people on both sides. No, no, they weren't. And I'll tell you why. Because if you are marching with white nationalists, you are, by definition, not a very nice person. If, if Ma- Let me put it to you this way. If Malala Yousafzai had taken part in that rally, you'd have to say, OK, I guess Malala sucks now. I mean, I'm confused, I don't know why she's there, but Malala definitely sucks. That's the only conclusion you can draw.
1: John Oliver there. It's the Armstrong and Getty Show. More on that to come. Really interesting. Really interesting. As we shout past each other in America and the media continues to deny that you know, there are awful, violent scumbags on the left, which causes a lot of people on the right to feel defensive and and yell and 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 feel uncomfortable copping to the fact that you know Charlottesville was mostly Nazis and 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 Klansmen marching and there's just no place for that. I mean, they get to march and they get to talk, but there's no place for the philosophy. Um, so anyway, uh, there's a really good piece in the National Review by Andrew McCarthy on the. Uh, tolerance of the American left for violent terrorist uh, people because they're from the left. They're worshipped as heroes, worshipped as heroes. Susan Rosenberg, terrorist in the early 80s, would have killed many people if she'd been more good at it. Heavily armed, captured uh, with 700 pounds of dynamite in New Jersey, armed to the gills. At her sentencing, she proclaimed, long live the armed struggle against U.S. imperialism. Her only regret, and this is a quote, she hadn't shot it out with the police who arrested her, sentenced to 58 years. And Andrew McCarthy was uh, one of the prosecutors who, who kept her in prison, arguing against parole. Uh, and the court ruled against her, said, no, you can't get loose, you're, you're a dangerous terrorist. And Bill Clinton sprang her. Then uh, Clinton released some FAL on terrorists. You got Oscar Lopez Rivera, who's given a hero's welcome at New York City's uh, Puerto Rican Day Parade. Uh, you got Bill Ayers, Bernadine Dorn, who actually were part of killing people. Um, you know, Che Guevara, uh, all sorts of, uh, you know. So the violent uh, haters on the left are lionized by the media and, and even presidents. And, uh, you know, the, Andrew McCarthy's point, and I'm, I'm probably doing a poor job of s- summarizing it, is that. There's, I think, two-thirds of Republicans uh, approved of what the president said last week, and some of it I thought was undeniably idiotic. Some was intentionally misinterpreted by the media. The nice people on both sides, you just, you don't go there. It's just, you don't go there. It's terrible. It's dumb. Um, But he's saying that that two-thirds of Republicans who approved of the remarks, what it is, is is defensiveness and this gut feeling, this awareness that this only goes in one direction. Um, you know, and, and you don't have to consort with neo-Nazis and Klansmen to get that. Uh, as a Trump voter, you're not getting a fair shake. And you're being unfairly lumped in with these people, and so that's eh, just ugly. We were talking about it enough uh, last week, but it is ugly. Uh, so we'll we'll hit that a little bit more. Oh, you know, I did want to mention, I think I have it here somewhere. The actual... Uh, The Antifa Boston, there it is, uh, Facebook page, Um, talking about who they are. This is them talking about who they are. Uh, They talk about uh, Democrats uh, and others who come to our aid in the future, know our terminology and tactics. Thanks to your assistance, Saturday was a tremendous victory for our cause. You need to educate yourself for future events. Uh, Let's see, they talk about uh, resisting the Nazis. Um, here's a, here's a woman, uh, she does a really nice job of arguing with the fascists, so you should note how she does it, it's a good kind of how-to, uh, notice the red and black anarcho-communist flag, this color scheme is featured in our logo as well as our flags. Security culture is of extreme importance. We also do what we can to conceal our actions and identities from recording devices. We cannot stress how important this is towards maintaining a positive image in our communities, as well as media outlets supportive of our cause. Flags, masks, and really many kinds of cloth can be a useful tool for concealment. For more information on what our red and black colors represent, and I clicked on that, then copied that as well, um, our Today's lesson, our flag and what it represents. The red and black flag is a symbol of the anarcho-syndicalist and anarcho-communist movements. Black is the traditional color of anarchism, and red is the traditional color of socialism and communism. The red and black flag combines the two colors in equal parts with a simple diagonal split, etc., etc. This symbolizes the coexistence of anarchist, socialist, and communist ideals within the anarcho-syndicalism movement. And to symbolize the more socialistic means of the movement leading to a more anarchistic end. So, these people you're supporting. And you remember the, the dunderhead from the, uh, the, 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 the dopey woman from the uh, Southern Poverty Law Center. We, we were playing some tape of her on Friday, I think. Remember that she was defending Antifa. Right. They are pro-violent communists slash anarchists. Really? Really? Now, it's like Jonah Goldberg made the point so brilliantly. I think we were talking about this on Friday as well. You don't need to compare them to the frigging Klan or Nazis. That's not the way morality works. If you're the second worst guy in a room and a worst guy in a room is Charles Manson, that doesn't make you a good guy. The
0: lesser of two evils is still evil.
1: Yeah, it's no great moral achievement being not as bad as the Klan. You don't balance the two. That's what that's, that's what Jack and I have been talking about for years. The, the old R versus D, R versus T, liberal versus conservative. Da, da, da. That's designed to keep you fighting with each other and not paying attention to what's actually going on. The idea that, well, I'm, uh, how can you... Compare the activist left with the Klan. Why would you? Why would you bother? These are terrible people who do terrible things in the name of a philosophy that's killed 100 million people in the last 100 years alone. That's bad enough. Never mind the yay-hoos and inbreds that were, (laughs) were marching in Charlottesville. And some nice people, according to the president. Never mind Confederate monuments. God, if you're bad, you're bad. It doesn't matter if you're the second baddest. Wake up, America. I think we are. I think we're starting to a little bit. But uh, where it ends, nobody knows. There are a couple of uh, rather amusing notes on this um, topic. Oh, look at the time. Dang it. A couple of amusing notes on this topic. When we come back after the news, Marshall Phillips has
2: our headlines. Well, Defense Department launching a wide investigation now after two fatal crashes at sea. You got a connection between city lights and breast cancer, and Oregon businesses offering special and somewhat controversial deals for visiting eclipsers. Coming up <laughs> minutes from now, Armstrong and Getty. City lights and breast cancer.
1: Yes. Wow. All right, I'll stay tuned. That and much, much more on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Thanks for being here. It's the Armstrong and Getty Show. Eclipse Day. We'll have a live report from Jack in the swath of totality coming up. Plus, uh, if you uh, if you're you know doing the whole eclipse thing, I know a lot of uh, a lot of fags, friends of Armstrong and Getty are, are taking pictures and right. videos, and they got the special equipment geared up and everything like that. Uh, send them to us. We'd be happy to post them up so uh, zillions of people can see the. The fruits of your labor and art and the rest of it, so that'd be cool. You can email them to armstrongandgetty at yahoo.com if you want. Armstrong and Getty at yahoo.com.
2: Uh, Marshall Phillips has the news. Well, Defense Secretary James Mattis is saying his thoughts and prayers are with the missing sailors of the USS John S. McCain and their families. Mattis is saying an investigation is underway to try and figure out the cause of the crash. The McCain is the second Navy ship in three months involved in a collision with a merchant ship. Matt is adding that the Navy is now going to be taking a broader look at all of these recent collisions and try to get a handle on what is going on.
1: Well, pretty clearly, the training is insufficient or the sailors are insufficient to absorb the training, one or the other, to have two horrific, deadly, I mean deadly, deadly crashes. In a five-year span is a blot on the Navy. To have two in a summer is just, it's unthinkable. So, uh, you know, I'll be curious, uh, you know, to hear from my naval sources uh, what's going on.
2: President Trump is going to be holding a campaign-style rally in Phoenix tomorrow. His longtime supporter, former Sheriff Joe Arpaio, is looking forward to the president's visit and says he doesn't understand why the Phoenix mayor, Greg Stanton, asked Trump to delay that visit. The president has indicated he is considering a pardon for Arpaio, who was recently convicted of criminal contempt of court in a racial profiling case.
1: Right, yeah, yeah. Well, I don't want to get off on that tangent, but uh, you know, we'll see what happens. There'll be plenty of time to talk about
2: it. We have a new Navy star, a new study rather, that finds a link between city lights and breast cancer. Researchers at Harvard Medical School found that... Never heard of it. Harvard Medical School. Mm-hmm. Very, very well-known school. Anyway, anyway, they found younger women who smoke and live in areas with lots of nighttime lights have a higher risk of developing breast cancer. The study tracked more than 100,000 women for nearly 25 years. For women who smoke, the likelihood of breast cancer went up as they were exposed to more outdoor nighttime light. Now, research has suggested... High levels of exposure to light at night disrupts the body's internal clock. That might lower levels of a hormone called uh, melanin, which in turn might boost the risk of breast cancer. So this is a study of 100,000 women for 25 years.
1: How odd. Huh.
2: As you know, we've been talking about it. Got a solar eclipse going on today, and uh, getting ready to welcome eclipse fans are a number of businesses in Oregon rolling out the red carpet, or just rolling fatties. A grease stick, that is a marijuana dispensary in Corvallis, is celebrating the rare event by having a number of sales. Oh boy. Especially designed for the visitor. To, uh, to celebrate, they've anticipated probably people will want to smoke a joint while they watch the Eclipse. That's according to the co-owner. So they're offering deal after deal after deal. And the co-owner added that out-of-towners may be purchasing more marijuana because they've traveled from states where recreational use is not legal. <laughs> that may be <laughs> indeed. I uh, Of course, here at the Armstrong and Getty Show,
1: yes. we condemn, we decry any drug use. Any use of any substance to alter one's consciousness, with the exception of a nice glass of cab. Uh, I have a glaucoma, Joe. Well, I I pray that someday you're cured of that, Vincent. Um, (laughs) On the other hand, if you were a dope fiend, a stoner, a marijuana addict, to be baked in Corvallis the day of the eclipse... Well, there are worse fates.
2: <laughs> oh, my God. Ah, youth, youth, youth. Anyway, uh, enjoy yourselves. That's a wrap. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips at the Armstrong Getty Show, the voice of the West. Just don't get all potted up. And get behind the wheel. A song about Jack.
1: Michael, we're going to ask for your Eclipse driving hints. Yeah, I'm getting them all together here. Are you on the line with the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration? Oh, Yeah, that's correct. And the AAA and other sources. Uh, Sean's got his Game of Thrones review. Also, the lighter side of Nazi marches. That's coming up in a moment or two on the Armstrong and Getty Show. It's the Armstrong and Getty Show on this historic total eclipse day crossing the United States. So starting out in the Pacific and then uh, almost almost all the way to Africa in the Atlantic. It's going to be a total eclipse. You know, it's kind of funny. Oh, right. Oh, boy. What a great rock and roll classic that is that I hope we'll never hear again for the rest of our lives after today. There's hoping. How to make fun of Nazis coming up but. Right now, Michelangelo has his total
2: eclipse driving tips. Michael? Yeah, most of these are just common sense. Um, number one's: don't drive alone. Have someone <laughs> in the passenger seat ready to grab the wheel in case the driver experiences blindness. Right. Okay, so they can steer the car to the side sure. of the road. Have a co-pilot. The other thing is don't make any left turns during an eclipse. Just keep making right turns and, or <laughs> drive backwards until you get to your destination. <laughs> It's just, sense. it's just common sense. It, it has
1: to do with
0: the, where the sun is coming. It's very complicated, but right. it, the it's arc astronomy. of the sun in the sky. Yeah, it's like yeah. a NASCAR
2: racetrack. Just keep turning left. Right. And this one's kind of similar uh, for drivers. You keep your left eye open and your right eye closed when you're driving north during an eclipse. But if you happen to be driving south. You keep both eyes closed and drive relying on sound by rolling down the uh, passenger window.
1: Now, shouldn't you be shouldn't you have your high beams on and be honking every
2: thirty seconds as yeah, well? Usually, every fifty feet. Right. That, every, that's oh, every fifty sense. feet. Right. And
1: highway speeds, that would be uh, well, and be cacophonous. We just got a text report from Jack. I almost hate to steal his thunder, but he finally hit some uh, just a little bit of traffic, um, uh, almost in the uh, the swath of totality. In beautiful Oregon. Um, And, uh, oh, he's a little concerned about cell coverage. Uh, Well, we'll see. Although that may be exaggerated, too, he points out. That's a good point. So many of the things you've heard about, uh, you know, in the media um, are just wildly overblown because it's exciting. It's just one of the great truths of the media that that saying, you know, everything's pretty good. Uh, It'll be mildly inconvenient, but you'll be fine. Nobody would listen to that. Nobody tune into that. So they make stuff up. It's just tiresome. Uh, One one more eclipse. fact: Uh, please.
2: If you you get married during an eclipse, you can take it back.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. I like that. Is that right? Mm -hmm. You know, as long as we're uh, on this theme, I have a number of fun eclipse facts. Did you know that the sun is so big? How big is it? About 1.3 million Earths could fit into the Sun. 1.3 million Earths. Earth. Isn't that astonishing? Fascinating. That's a maybe BFS.
2: That's one of those On things Earth. where the big
1: F and star. Huh? The numbers just get so big, my head spins. Well, right. It's 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 almost incomprehensible. Um, its diameter, that's uh, the distance across, is 864 thousand miles. Which is uh, mind-boggling. It's a big
2: ball of gas.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, They think it's about four and a half or five billion years old, and its age is starting to show. Probably burn (laughs) for another four or five billion years, so I guess I'm not going to worry about that. Uh, I remember when I first heard as a kid that the sun will burn out someday. I'm very nervous (laughs) about that. (laughs) Like, when? Yeah, right. I I just got here. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I'm having a good time. I, I hear there's, like, girls and stuff when I get a little older. Um and, uh, okay, and uh, the temperature of the sun, well, it's very, very hot. So Triple digits? I, I mean, it is triple digits <laughs> Century this weekend. Uh, it can reach 27 million degrees Fahrenheit in the core, the hard core, but it cools down toward the surface where it's only 10,000 degrees Fahrenheit. Man, you could probably bake like a frozen pizza in just a couple seconds with that. Right. And then as you move away from the surface, it heats up again. And the Corona, not the Mexican beer, uh, can be a few million degrees Fahrenheit. The Corona is the aura of plasma that surrounds the sun and other stars. By the way, you know, I, I couldn't decide whether to talk about this. This is probably not. No, I'll keep it clean. Maybe we have a, a text contest. Do we have the text line even fired up, Vince? Because Jack yes. usually manages that. Yeah. We Do we have any prizes? Uh... One of the cleverest. <laughs> All right, here's your, here's your text line, 415-295-KFTC. Sean's a prize. You can, you can text us your comments, your, your witticisms, whatever, anytime you want. 415-295-KFTC. Have it in your phone, in your memory, in your contacts, so then when you do feel the need, it's, it's easy for you. Here's your wacky radio contest. Uh, the word Corona factors into the most clever double entendre in rock and roll history. In my opinion. Unless I'm misinterpreting the line, and I'm sure I'm not. Um, can you name that line, that song? Four one five two nine five 295 kftc If nothing else, you will win the prize of my congratulations and my esteem. How to make fun of Nazis, a couple of things. Number one, where were the, was this the Boston March, uh, Sean? Yes, it was. The Nazis were uh, marching various freakazoids. They're calling it a free speech march, which I get and I can respect because even scumbags get to, get to uh, express their ideas in America. They're counter-protesters. They got drowned out. Nobody heard them, and they all went home, as I understand it. But here was one guy trolling them as they marched along. <laughs> Here's
3: them. Here's
2: them. <laughs> That's right. He's just, they're marching in the street. He's just kind of walking along the sidewalk, just at the same pace of them. Cartoon no, I music. I watched this so many times this weekend. And it's so funny.
0: And he makes a little pivot here. We hit the Imperial March from Star Wars. Well, yeah, this
1: is... Uh, the f- oh, no, no, this is something else. This is... The, 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 the Ride of the Valkyries? Yes, that's what it is. The Flight and... of the Valkyries or the Flight of the Concords or something.
2: Well, <laughs> Boy, that's some good tuba in.
1: Do you know I was a tuba player back in the day?
2: Oh, I... <laughs> I was a really,
1: really good tuba player. Better than your trombone? Oh, mm, Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, back in the day, I was a good trombonist, although nobody wants to hear the trombone. Do you? (laughs) Trust me on that. And nobody's ever gotten laid from playing the trombone. Not even (laughs) once. Yeah,
2: here's me playing. Of course, this is like 20 years after
1: I stopped playing with no music, trying to play that song by ear. I don't know. I want you so bad now, Joe. Oh my God!
0: Now is it? Do you yeah, have give to give me my trombone? That'll end that. Do you have to blow harder to play a tuba than you do a trombone, or is it about the same amount it, of? It lung takes pressure? a lot
1: of air, okay, to play a tuba. Um, but it was fun. Uh, I, I just decided there, if you're going to play in a college band, whether in concert band or marching band, that's all you do. That's that's your you're like on a sports team. A ton of free time is devoted to that, and I decided, no, nah, I wanted to screw around. I wanted to have fun and, and chase girls and, and, and engage in various debaucheries and play intramural sports and play golf and that sort of stuff. But Chicks tend to tuba players, huh? You know, uh, kind of a little. Kind of a little. Because we're known as uh, we got a sense of humor. We, we haul that big sousaphone around, so we're obviously uh, physically fit. I'm sorry, what a phone? A sousaphone. That's the marching tuba. You know that wraps around you? That's called the sousaphone. Uh, or or a uh, there's an a there's another word for it. I can't remember. Anyway, um speaking of uh, trolling Nazis, uh Wunsiedel Wunsiedel, Germany is uh, near the Czech border. Uh evidently old Rudolf Hess, who was one of uh, Hitler's uh, evil evil deputies, was buried there. And so it's been like a a site of Nazi pilgrimages to his gravesite. Uh, they even dug up the old boy and shipped his bones out to get rid of him, but uh, they kept on marching there. And so in 2014, the, the town tried a different tactic, humorous subversion. Um, so they they march along, they troll them, they have colorful signs with silly slogans and... Mein Mumpf, which is my munch. And then everybody pledges money for every meter the Nazis march... They all donate to an anti-Nazi group that helps counsel uh, youngsters not to be Nazis anymore. Um, that actually that ties into something I want to talk about in a couple of minutes ago, and we will uh, in a few minutes. Plus, a lot more of the news of the day and the issues and stuff. And Jack's next report from the swath of totality, coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show.